Episode 26. It's summertime. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And tonight we're going to be talking about summertime and how you maintain your intimacy when schedules are different and for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. Um, but we're starting to experience that here ourselves. But uh, first, a belated Father's Day wish to all of the dads out that, there out there that listen to our podcast. Um, and a big happy belated birthday to my wonderful and beautiful wife, Elisa. She turned... Go ahead. We're not going to say how old, but I want to thank all of you guys on our Facebook fan page and you can get to us at One Extraordinary Marriage on Facebook. You guys were awesome. You guys totally just stepped up to the plate when I asked for um, birthday wishes for Elisa and so appreciate it. Thank you, you guys. So it's really not a belated birthday wish for Tony because he actually, sweetheart that he is, yesterday, we're recording Monday night and so yesterday, Sunday. Father's Day was also my birthday. Yeah, we just couldn't get... <laughs> after Father's Day and Elisa's birthday and a bunch of other stuff happening, we just couldn't get to the mics last night. Yeah, Abby had a nap and that threw. That threw Talk him. about those summertime <laughs> schedules. But um, yeah, no, Tony was a sweetheart. He We had compromised since it was Father's Day and my birthday on the same day. And so he got to go do his bicycle ride first thing in the morning. So he... he you left, what, probably 5.45, 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. But about 5.45, he you know, comes and leans over the side of the bed to give me my good morning. I'm going on a bicycle ride kiss. And he whispers in my ear, do you want your present now or do you want to wait? And I'm like, oh, he must really want me to see what my present is. If he's, <laughs> if, I, if I'm getting more than just the peck on the cheek to go for a bike ride. And so it was very sweet. Well, it was one of those. And I knew because I was doing a long, you know, four and a half, five hour ride that by the time I got back, the kids could have <laughs> spoiled it. So I was like, well... I better get this in before the kids spoil it. So it was very sweet. It was actually, um, he got me a rash guard uh, shirt for, well, I'll use it for the pool. I probably won't use it for the ocean that much because, yeah, I just don't do the cold weather, water like that. But uh, Well, and I got it because you'd already started using mine. <laughs> so I figured I better get you one of your own, which you got for me for my birthday. Right. So it was, Oh, yeah. how cute. Aww. Well, the, the cute part is that I had to go exchange it yours. the one that he got for me because it didn't fit properly and i didn't like the cut of the the women's shirts and so i had to get a men's shirt and the only one that they liked that that i liked that they still had was the identical one to tony so i had to call him from the store the gals in the store were laughing because i call him up and i'm like do you mind if we have matching shirts now we can go surfing together are, are you already promised that surf lesson to alex yeah then i'll take you afterwards oh We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Can't we just go someplace warm and tropical? I'll sit by the we ocean. Can go, we and, can do warm and tropical okay. and go surfing too as we go warm uh, and tropical. Uh, yeah. Warm we need to do that. Yes. You know, clear water. Yes. You know, we, okay. we talk about that over the last 13 years of our marriage and have not made that happen. What are you waiting for? I don't know. What are you waiting for? We just haven't made it happen. So anyway, One it was a, f- you guys definitely contributed to a wonderful, wonderful birthday for me. Um, the birthday wishes that came across from the one community were amazing. You know, you guys, <laughs> I, I don't even have words for it. You know, whenever we ask for something, you just, you do it to the highest degree. 
And whether it's participating in the seven days of sex challenge or wishing us a happy birthday, um, it's just always, it's always awesome. And so a big special thank you um, for that. We've got our seven-year-old walking out here and uh, we're just checking on him because he's had a loose tooth. So I'm making sure that it hasn't, oh, oh, he's good. We got the smile. I know. I see your tooth wiggling. Thank you. We'll see you in the morning. So this is exactly what we're talking about tonight. Um, you know, with it being summertime, our kids we d- are not in year-round school, so they are home right now. And Aren't they home all the time? <laughs> well, what I meant was we're not dealing, dealing with the school Are, are we going to talk about what happened last week or are we just jumping oh, in? Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I got distracted with Alex coming out. Okay. Yes, we can talk about last week. Because I have some cool stuff I want to talk oh, about. Oh, sure. All right. So uh, I had lunch with some good cycling buddies of mine that I have not seen for the last three years. Um, my cycling has been pretty intense. The last three years I completed what is called here in California, the California triple crown, which is doing three 200 mile bike rides, uh, over the course of the year. And those 200 mile bike rides you do in one day, typically the hour, the time limits are about 18 to 19 hours. Uh, so I have done that the last three years Mm -hmm. and fortunately for myself, I found a great group of guys and I rode with them a lot over the last three years because I was doing these double centuries with them. And this year I decided not to do them. I've, I've just sort of tired about doing the, the double centuries, the training it takes to do it, to stay up with it. And I had the opportunity to meet with two of them on Thursday for lunch. And it was a blast. It was really fun just to hang out with them again and share what's been going on over the last six months. It's been even longer since I've seen them. Yeah, I haven't seen them since last summer. And, you know, it was just it was just really fun because I got to talk to them about the seven days of sex challenge and got a, a lot of blush in. <laughs> <laughs> from these. Okay. These guys are also older. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's understandable that you're... But here's the thing, though, too. Larry didn't want to talk about it. And Bob, who is 50, it was really cool. I mean, he was, he was very forthright and upfront, you know, just saying, hey, we're having some of these issues happening in our marriage. And so the thing I did do is when I got home, well, actually, when I was still out working and stuff, he gave me a call and just really thanked me for the conversation and just really being passionate about it and and talking about intimacy. And so when I got home, I made it a point just to email him oneextraordinarymarriage.com and let him know that, hey, you know, we we are a resource. We we're here helping folks talk about intimacy. And if there's anything that we can do, you know, via our podcast, if you're listening or possibly even picking up Strip Down once it's available, I let him know about that. So it was just cool. It was it was a great it was a great lunch just to hang out with some of my old cycling buddies that I haven't seen. What else happened last week? Yeah, th- then I got I got a blank going on after that. We um, actually kind of took a break um, after the seven days of sex challenge last week. <laughs> last week, no, t- we forgot. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, our days, a, our days have been screwed up. Break, but we it was so it's funny. like we forgot all our days for some reason last week. We were, <laughs> well, <laughs> we were off. We got, we got to Tuesday, which is 
Tony's day and he's like, I'm going to bed. And I was still doing a couple of things on the computer and, and he hadn't said anything. He hadn't, you know, made any kind of overtures or, you know, any. Yes, it was the last day for me to initiate. It was initiate. the last day for Tony to initiate. And I'm like, oh, all right, he's going to bed. And so then I'm up for a while because I was doing some other work stuff and time got away from me. And all of a sudden I look at the clock and I'm like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. And so I go to bed. He is passed out snoring. <sighs> You know, the whole thing. Thanks for that. Well, in case they were wondering. Okay, yeah. And uh, so he wakes up Wednesday morning and I'm like, honey, I am so sorry. He's like, sorry for what? Well, actually, no, I take that back. You did not apologize or you did not ask me for what because I said I'm so sorry and you were doing something else. So you totally blew me off. And we were actually both home that morning. Or we we met up or Wednesday. Oh, no, it was Wednesday afternoon that we met up here back at the house because the kids were gone and you got off work early or something and and so we're in bed and you're like wow you know last day of my days and i'm like honey it's wednesday (laughs) 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 it's not tuesday it is wednesday and so it just like last week i don't know i think after the seven days of sex challenge we were just kind of like and so days got all kinds of screwy on us last week that's funny that uh, that's funny that you mentioned that because hold on our good friend Derek, he wrote me today and um he was talking about the seven days of sex and he he goes we really enjoyed the challenge by the way i intended to post more regularly than i did but things were pretty hectic elisa and i realized that's his wife elisa and i realized that we have a pretty healthy sex life in our marriage during the challenge congratulations you guys that's awesome to realize we also experienced a lot of playfulness and laughter as a week wore on ironically we end up going for from sex for seven days straight to no sex for seven days straight. I actually thought that was kind of neat. It helped us recharge the batteries. <laughs> uh, I thought that was great. And quite honestly, I mean, th- this is the third time that we've done this. And there is there is something to that. You, you know, whether you had sex for the seven days or you, you know, it's just putting forth that effort. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of once it's over, figuring out what the balance is going to be in your relationship. Right. You know, for some of you, we know that did the challenge. This was more sex than you've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. We know that from the comments that you wrote in. And so coming off of that week, I would anticipate that a lot of you were just renegotiating what your intimacy lifestyle is going to be. Some of you like Derek, and I know that there were other couples that really, you know, as they were going through this challenge, were like, you know what? Things are pretty good for us. Mm-hmm. And I would guess there's still some negotiation there and going, what are we going to do going forward? How are we going to be more deliberate? You know, things are good, but there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that just in how we relate to each other. And we know that there are cycles and it's how do you keep, uh, how do you keep the, the intimacy at the forefront? How do you keep, you know, God at the center of your marriage so that you, you know, kind of keep your eyes on the prize and you know where you're going and you're going there together and you're keeping your spouse right up there at the top. Right. You know, and and this is all, you know, this is all negotiations. It's all discussions because life changes. Yeah. You know, where we are at the end of this challenge compared to where we were a year ago. It's completely different. Completely different. Um, And so, you know, I really encourage those of you that did do the challenge Use these weeks after the challenge to have some great conversation on what you want your intimacy lifestyle to look like. Yeah. Those of you that, you know, keep hearing us talk about it and you couldn't do it for whatever reason or you came in late and said, you know what, I want to do this. 
you know that you can go to the website. All of the posts are up there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. There's a, there's a, we we made a page specifically for the seven days of sex challenge, and so it has everything there for you to follow along and, and do it on your own. Don't forget, I mean, Elise and I did this twice before by ourselves, um, and we didn't have support. We didn't know what the heck we were even doing back then. <laughs> we were just doing it. Um, and we learned a lot. So don't feel like you've missed out because you didn't do it during the challenge. Uh, I, I think any time you do this is a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that Elise and I talked about this time was just where you as women are, are in your cycle. You, right. You discuss this a lot that week about, wow, this is a great time for me because of where I am in my cycle. Absolutely. And, you know, I just happen to be one of those women that I know, you know, I've got a 28 day cycle. I know exactly where I am every week in terms of my, um, level of arousal, I guess is the best way to put it. And so it was just the row factor. (laughs) Wow. Sure. (laughs) I guess I, I guess I have a round factor I didn't know about. Um, and so this week just happened to be the, you know, it happened to hit on the right week for me, um, which was, yeah, it wasn't planned. It wasn't, no, I mean, it was, it was completely coincidental because, you know, we planned the challenge way before. But a lot was learned again in, in knowing that it was like, wow, okay. Having done what we've done over the last year, mm-hmm. really making intimacy a priority and sex a priority every week we're still learning about that and so for you for us to have sex for these seven days it was like oh wow in this time of my cycle this is really when i am aroused and this Mm -hmm. is what can happen during this time And, and so we're learning as we go okay this is sort of the expectation and understanding of sort of your arousal and which what you're desiring in the bedroom right because right. of your cycle. It's, it's, right? You know, it's kind of crazy how much science actually there is behind. Well, I think it, I think as you do it more, you understand, you learn about yourselves more. And oh, it's, yes. not like, it's, it's not a guessing game. It's not this, well, is she going to be ready for it? Is she not? I mean, again, the communication is open between us. We, we understand that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but we're still learning as we go. Uh, you know, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to, no, what I'm just saying, we're not experts in knowing exactly all this yet oh, about ourselves. Uh, yeah. We're learning as we continuously right. go along. I mean, it, it's a, it's a learning process. And it's you know one of those things where I don't know if practice makes perfect, but practice definitely gives you a lot more knowledge. So uh, yeah, yeah, encourage those of you. And knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. <laughs> um, some of you we know said that you were going to keep up with the challenge. If you are congratulations God bless. God bless and, you. and you know we'll be looking forward to hearing your stories yeah um, please let us know we'd love to c- just keep telling us keep, we'd love it you know keep it going and i do have to say that was very sweet of tony to say that we set up a page for the seven day of sex challenge because really you guys know he's the tech guy he does all of that stuff and i just i appreciate the fact that he gave me a little credit but i, I give it all back to him because i don't do any of that Thank None. you. zero um, Thank you. But as we're talking about that and, and the negotiations and the conversations that you're having coming off the sex challenge, it is one of those things where it's summertime. Mm-hmm. And in our house, that means our kids are not going to school 
you know, they're playing hard all day. Kids are playing together after dinner, which during the school year, we really, you know, kids come in at dinner time and, and that's it's it. Pretty much done. Um, yeah. You know, because they're playing so hard, our daughter is taking more naps, which, you know, she's had a few naps since they got out of school. I was going to say, she's usually just crashing out. I mean, we haven't even really read to her over the last week or so. I mean, that well, that, that's my crashing. goal. My well, goal. <laughs> my goal every day is to run them so hard that they are ready to crash. Yeah. But we do, you know, it is summer. So we do have, you know, random movie nights mm-hmm. where. Yeah, we're, we're a we're, lot. We're a lot more, more lax. Relaxed than we are during the school year. We just, it's summertime. Let's, let's enjoy it. That's not to say my kids aren't still reading and doing math and writing. All right. We don't. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> but the, the question then becomes, okay, so you you know, not only do you have the kids at home, most of you. But you're dealing with vacations. You're dealing with people coming to visit you. You're dealing with the fact that during summer schedules are a little less predictable. Mm-hmm. And because yet, of that, well, we're encouraging, you know, here we are, we're encouraging you to make, you know, these intimacy lifestyle decisions at a time, you know, seasonally where things are probably the most unpredictable. Yes. And so, you know, the question becomes how do you navigate? How do you navigate summertime? How do you navigate your you know, maintaining intimacy as a priority when things aren't, you know, kind of following the status quo? Yeah. It's, you know, especially if you have teenagers, I, I could only imagine with teenagers being up later, you know, and, and expecting you to be up with them or uh, I have no, you know, it, it's just, it seems like if you have older kids, it would be even more difficult even though our kids are, are younger, you know, like Elisa said, we're watching some, doing a lot more family movie nights. And that just sort of takes into the time that Elisa and I usually use for our evenings to work on either one or other stuff, you know, with my business, with her business. Or even just spend time together. Or just spend time together. But usually, you know, during the school year, the kids are in bed by 730. Mm-hmm. We do our time on the computers or whatever we got to do with phone calls and that. And that's usually an hour and a half or so. So that's nine o'clock, 930, 10. And then we get that time afterwards where right. now the kids are going to bed at 830, nine o'clock. And then we're trying to jump on the computers and try to do what we got to do and then still make the make our intimacy a priority, which we do. I mean, there are times when we are trying to go, okay, how much do you have? Let's put the timer on. It's this much. You need to be focused, get it done, turn them off. And we mess up. Focus translates into Elisa. Don't sit on Facebook. That's that's the underlying message there. You guys know how Tony feels about me and Facebook. So I'm just making sure everybody's clear that when you say focus, you're really saying don't sit on Facebook. No. And I mean, (laughs) I get, I get into that stuff too, where you're just diddle daddling around and it's a waste. Agreed. And and you, you notoriously, I will turn around and you are on Facebook. And that's why I can't, that's why I can't post comments when, uh, when we're supposed to be in our work time to do. So it, it does, it does. It does deteriorate or doesn't deteriorate, but it takes time away from when we should be spending time together. Well, we also run into, you know, fortunately, Tony has a pretty flexible schedule. And so there have been lots of times where, you know, for us, we can have those midday rendezvous or mid morning. And 
with everybody being home. <laughs> I'm like, that, oh, hey, we'll see you again in August during the day. Um, yeah, that's not happening right that's now. That's not happening. Unless the kids are at the sitters for yeah, a portion Yeah, I mean, of the they day. still get, you know, some playtime with other friends and things like that. But, you know, I would love to hear from you guys what you're doing this summer to make intimacy a priority. Um, we know from the challenge, some of you with teenagers, you guys are creative. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there was the one post about sending the kids to walk the dog and, you know, or, or the reverse, sort of the reverse babysitting was like buying them tickets to the movie and oh, that sending was them off. Cause and you know, you pretty much have about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was good. It wasn't, was it wasn't like an add on to that, you know, something about making out in the car or, yeah, wasn't there were some very creative teenage um, solutions. There were, and you know, if you've got something good, give us a call, share it with everybody else. You know, the the number is eight five eight seven five four nine nine three seven. Let us know how you're coping with summer, how you're still managing to make intimacy a priority, how you're still managing. I mean, Tony, today um, was that on one that you posted that? The I love you because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can't because we've got so many different things going on. I couldn't remember exactly where it was. <laughs> I <laughs> saw it. Good job. Um, but Tony and I do the, I love you because, and today it was my smile and the way I make you laugh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I have them all saved on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. every, you know, if somebody, I, I, I tend to text them to Elisa more than anything. And it was really funny because the other day I said something about the fact that I have all of those saved on my phone. Yeah. I don't even think I know how to save it. Oh, yeah. He's got a smartphone and, you know. (laughs) I don't know how to save it. Smartphone. Um, But those those are those messages that I get. So today he put one on Facebook. You know, I love you because. And so people are reading our love notes to each other. And, you know, whether it comes on a text or he calls me and, you know, sometimes I'll just get a voicemail. I love you because of this. Right. Yeah, that's a way that I know, even though, you know, our schedules are crazy. It's the, I'm thinking about you and I want you to know that. Right. And that's enough to, you know, smooth over some of those, you know, like if you're starting to feel cranky or you're starting to get low because you're tired or, you know, you're listening to the kids bicker for the third time in 15 minutes, you get a little text like that and you're like, Ooh, Go ahead, kids. Fight away. Daddy loves me. <laughs> yeah. So, so note to all you guys, make it a priority this summer to do something like that. It it, it takes, it just takes a moment of your time. It, it really does. It doesn't take too much thought to just send your wife a little, I love you because, and you know, when you parlay that and put it together with having intimacy and making it intentional and a priority, it's amazing what can happen in your bedroom or outside your bedroom if you so choose to leave your bedroom. Change the scenery. Change the scenery. It's always good. So during this time of summer, I think a lot of us just run up to this sort of, it's we're not on our schedules. Mm -hmm. And so how do we make it happen? And, you know, Elise and I doing this podcast is almost us talking about it to each other as much as we're talking to you because as we're sitting here talking I'm thinking in my head okay we got vacation coming up how does that how does that work and and our vacation is 
we take a week away. We rent a house with my with my folks, nonetheless. We love them to death, and we just have a blast um, spending the week with them. But, you know, as we're talking here, I'm thinking, okay, how are we going to make that one work? Apparently, there's going to be an emergency kit packed. An emergency kit packed, <laughs> that, that, yes. That's what we call our... <laughs> our in-the-car... That's our have sex somewhere else besides the bedroom pack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very nicely done there. You know, that way, wherever we find ourselves, we usually, yeah, it, it stays in the car. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, the it's emergency an emer- kit. emergency kit. And so, you know, as, as we're sitting here talking, I'm thinking like, oh my God, you know, with the folks, you know, over, over vacation time, we, we typically get one night away where we just make it a date night mm-hmm. and we get away and the folks watch the kids but i'm thinking the last three four years when we're on vacation i don't think we've had sex have we last year i don't think we did i know last year we didn't but that um was because i had my period okay okay so that would really okay yeah the the year before was mammoth Mammoth. Mammoth. Yeah. Okay. Keep in mind in Mammoth, we had Abby sleeping in the closet right off our bedroom. Okay. And she wasn't sleeping well. Right. <laughs> so, so we had her in her bed with us. Yeah. So I don't think. <laughs> right. It so was a very large closet. So I don't want anybody to be worried. I mean, it was, it was the size no, of like I mean, a small bed no, bathroom. Right. It didn't even have a door on it. Yeah. They, they know we're not like. I, I'm just, But it's kind of a funny thing to hear that we had her sleeping in a closet. Well, yeah. Um, um, and then the, the two, two years, years in Tahoe. I don't think we did either. Well, yeah, probably not because the first year in Tahoe, we had Alex in a crib in our room Hmm. and the second year in Tahoe, I was seven months pregnant. Hmm. Okay. So, so chances are good that we have not had sex on any of our vacations. Vacations, Right. (gasps) And, And this is a year that, you know, last year when we went, that was just the start of our intimacy lifestyle. We had just no, we hadn't. We even hadn't even started, started yet. it yet. Mm-mm. We hadn't. So this is the first year where we're actually going into our intimacy lifestyle. I have to tell you, your timing's bad. I wonder if it's it's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen. Oh, there we go. All right, it's taken care of. <sighs> Gotta love being regular. It's yeah, it's just not going to happen. But okay, but here's something really cool though. I don't know if you guys are catching this conversation that Elise and I are having together. And we hope that uh, this is a fun time for us to, to podcast to you guys is awesome. And it's one of those times where Elisa and I really just to get to sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys are catching that because if it helps for you guys to have conversation like Elisa and I are, go, bro- go grab some microphones, go grab some headphones <laughs> and talk to each other. But the... The conversation we're having is, you know, one that we needed to have. And maybe you need to have in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Talking about this summer and what needs to happen so you can make intimacy a priority and intentional. And maybe, you know, when you start thinking about intimacy lifestyle, like lifestyle is like, oh, that sounds like a really, really big word. Maybe you take it in a much smaller chunk, say, how are we going to make intimacy a priority this summer? What can we do? I mean, our kids are going to be back in school in two months. Um, what can we do for this two month period 
to say, you know, we want it. We kind of want to try this into, you know, Lisa and Tony keep talking about this intimacy lifestyle and how they have sex twice a week. And oh my gosh, you know, wouldn't that be great? But I don't know if we can handle that. Try it. Try it for Mm -hmm. two months. See what a difference it makes in your marriage. You know, Mm -hmm. recognizing the fact that you're not locked into anything. I mean, we're not locked into anything. We still have a lot of flexibility in terms of, you know, how things work in our relationship. But Tony's right. I mean, these are the conversations that we sit down and we have. Mm-hmm. Say, so, you know yeah, what? We are, are we going to have, <laughs> are we going to have another summer vacation where the timing is bad and we're not having, se- yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well that, that actually lowers the expectation because Tony's not going to be like, Ooh, wonder if we're having right. sex. And then when the reality is, no, we're not, you know, if I haven't told him, then his expectation and his reality are going to be vastly different and that's going to lead to disappointment. Right. Whereas now that he knows that the timing's going to be bad, he can still be disappointed. I'm not dis. No, I wouldn't be dis. I'm not disappointed because it, it, it's been discussed and it's, it's a non-issue at this point. Okay. There's no disappointment there. Why would there be? You, you know oh. what I mean? It's sort of like, okay, what am I going to do? Right. I mean, yeah. It's one biologically. There's nothing you can do, right? You know what I mean. So it's like eh, walk. But but you know, I've given him a month's notice that the timing's going to be bad for him, and so you know he's got time to adjust to that reality. So when expectations and reality are the same, then you don't have that disappointment. You know, if he's saying you know because he knows now, so low expectation. He knows what his reality is going to be. I'm confused. Where the heck are you going? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're losing me here tonight. Having the conversations allows realistic expectations. Yes. Oh, You're most at, definitely. Be- yes. Because we're having the conversation on what's going on this summer. You know, the fact that the kids are home most every day means we're not having sex during the day. So we we have a lower expectation of having sex during the day because we know what our reality is. Yes. And so what I'm saying is that by having these conversations and discussing what our expectations and what our reality realities are going to be, we're going to be more content because we know we've discussed these issues. Right. And so it's not going to be like, well, you didn't tell me. Right. You know, I thought we were going to have sex on our vacation and <laughs> great. You know, that's not going to happen. Thanks. Would have been nice to know. Right. Yeah, and not not that you ever take that tone of voice with me. It's usually my tone of voice with you. Um, but it's it's important, and that's what we're trying to convey to you guys, that whatever intimacy lifestyle it's going to take on for you, you need to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. One of you can't decide what that intimacy lifestyle is going to be and not share it with your spouse mm-hmm. because it, it's not going to work. Well, both parties need to be involved for sure because when you do it more than just say a week's time and we know that a number of you made mention that you didn't tell your spouse and you just served your spouse during that week and that is really cool. I mean, that is that is awesome for you to just lay yourself out there like that mm-hmm. and take a possible rejection you know your spouse doesn't know so they may say one night they're tired or whatever but to do that over a course of a week is 
completely doable and possible. If you want to sustain that long term, there's no way you're going to be able to do that without bringing in your spouse and discussing it. And especially during this, the, the summer months when, again, the, the schedules are a bit crazier, they're hectic, and you have kids up later or earlier, teenagers, um, you know, those of you have, who had college students leave and are now back for the summer months. Right. You know, right. you know, Elisa and I know that we, we did that over the years when we were, when Actually, we were in college. Actually, I didn't. You never did? I, I never did went it. home for a summer. Oh, wow. I did. I think only one, but I did. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's just things that change. And, and Elisa's right. You, you know, when we come up during the school year, we do have time set aside at least one morning a week where we just hang out. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. It's fun. It's just, it's a nice day that a nice morning that we have here at home, mm-hmm. just peace and quiet, just us. And now that it's summertime, it is more difficult for us to have that time together. So we're, we are having to get creative. Yes. And just like today, you know, I did the little, I love you because, and then I had some time where I had to work on some stuff. So I was chilling at Starbucks. I text you just going, Hey, what do we got going on tonight? No, that's not what you said. What'd I say? You said, Oh, you're checking your phone. All right. Oh, I've got it right here. Okay. Hold on. It was something. What'd I say? That you I, said, Oh, what'd I say? You said business time tonight after podcasting. There you go. That's what I said. Well, now you got to tell them about business time. Business time is a song by the Concords. Isn't it? Is it Concords or Flight of the Concords? Flight of the Concords. It's a great. It's a Google it. We've had it up on our Facebook fan page. Well, why don't we just put it at the links? Okay, we'll, we'll do that. We'll put it as we'll one of the it. links. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great little video with these guys, the flock of the Concords. And so I just, it, it, it for some reason, just popped in my head. It's one. Of, it's one of those. Um, it code words <laughs> yes it's very easy to say business time and know exactly what he's talking about and every once in a while i you know depending on where i am i do hand the phone to alex to read the message if i you know i'm driving because you know here in california you're not supposed to use your phone while you're driving in, in many states well i'm just, i can only speak for california i know and so you know if alex were to read something like business time tonight after podcasting that's a perfectly safe message Yes. For him to be reading. <laughs> it is. So, but I know. Code words are good. Code words are good. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've had all kinds of code words over the years. Dude, we're all over the place tonight. We are. <laughs> I think it's because we're settling into summer. Uh, possibly. I don't know. All right. So code words, texting, sex Getting during creative. summer, creative. Making time. Prioritizing. Making it intentional. Man, it's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> well, I'm glad you think so. I hope they think so too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot of it's a lot of good stuff to uh, to work on this summer. Communicating it, it, a big a big one is, and Elisa and I really have a heart for the intimacy lifestyle, and we want to we want to get as many of you on board with us as we can. Because it makes a difference. We know it does. And we just haven't seen, I guess, what we expected 
and people going, yeah, I'm jumping on this. You know, I was hoping personally to see from after the seven days of sex challenge to see folks wanting to do it more. I think, I think that's probably going to be a long-term thing. I don't think you're going to see it right away. Partly because we didn't make that decision right away. No, but we've been talking about it for a while. We have been talking about, but you, you, I mean, think about it for most of our, our listeners and most of the couples that participated in the, in the challenge, that was the first time probably outside of their honeymoon, if they even did that on their honeymoon, that they had sex for that many days in a row Right. where it wasn't just about having sex. It was really about building the intimacy and fostering the intimacy in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it's going to, I think there are going to be a lot of couples and there may already be those couples and we just haven't heard from them right. that are making that decision that, you know what, this works. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we definitely heard from a lot of you that you saw results in seven days. Right. I feel like an infomercial here. You too can have results in just seven short days. Um, but you can. But you can. And you did. And so I, I don't think there are too many of you that want to give that up. I, I would I would hope that what you got out of that seven days is something that you want to continue in your marriages. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, we're going back to the communication and how, how does an intimacy lifestyle, what does that look like in your marriage? You through know, all seasons of life. Through all seasons, you know, and, and the communication part, you know, I know we sound like a broken record tonight about the communication, but you need to have those conversations because there are going to be times in your life where, you know, the twice a week alternating days thing works for you. There are going to be times where, you know, you're going to have to re- renegotiate that, re- dis- revisit that. Mm-hmm. And if you make it a priority to have an intimacy lifestyle, knowing what the benefits are going to be, you're going to, you're going to be able to have those conversations and it's not going to be like, Oh, we have to have the sex talk. <laughs> Save that for the teenagers. Um, it's going to be like, you know what? We just need to talk, you know, because there's this going on, you know, something's going on at work or, you know, obviously, you know, we've made mention before that we're in San Diego, lots of military families. They <laughs> have lots to go with in terms of renegotiating mm-hmm. their intimacy. You know, yeah. obviously there are deployments and things like that where they have to work on different aspects of their intimacy. Right. Um, yeah. And we got to talk to a couple this past weekend. Yeah. You know, and so the communication part and, and opening up the dialogue on intimacy, a lot of couples, you guys know from the comments that we've had over the last, you know, four or five months, a lot of couples don't really dig into this. Mm -hmm. And for some of you, what we say and what we talk about week in and week out really challenges what you, what you think about intimacy in your marriage how you think about intimacy in your marriage. And I, I will have to say it sometimes comes to the point where you got to be in prayer and then the rubber has to hit the ground. It just, you, you need to take that step of faith and make it happen. So if what we're saying about the intimacy lifestyle is falling on your heart and you're going, wow, this is something I want to do, but you haven't brought it up to your spouse it's time to step out in faith and start talking because one thing that I learned a long time ago, if I didn't open my mouth and say, Elisa, let's have sex for 60 days straight. 
we wouldn't be here today. And you know what? I thank God, not every day, <laughs> but I thank God a lot for giving me the strength to to do that. And I was scared. I I was very nervous bringing that up because of the rejection I knew was going to be right behind my question. But sometimes you got to just go do it. And you got to just step out in faith and just know that God's right there beside you. And he wants you to have this intimate relationship with your spouse. And I mean, I'm, I'm asking you guys to do it, to pray and to step out on faith and and do this and have this type of a conversation with your spouse. So I have to ask the question, why are you not thankful every day? Why am I not thankful every day? I'm just saying I don't sit here to God and go, geez, God, thank you very much for Elisa saying yes to having sex every day for six days. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I I don't, I don't thank God for, what do you mean by that? Yes. Okay. Just, just, no, check, th- just checking because oh, it was I'm, kind of, I'm like, where's he no, going? No, no, I'm, I'm thankful every day for the, the marriage that we now have, the, the intimacy we have, the communication, the, uh, the ability to work through our issues and problems very quickly and succinctly and dissipate them so they do not last longer than, gosh, maybe a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has come a long way. Oh yeah, I mean, I I had an instance tonight where you got you and Alex were out here on the computer, and I'd asked you to come in, and because it was just getting the kids, and you were like Alex came in was already in the shower. I'm like, where the heck is Tony? <laughs> and then he comes in, and and the first thing he does when he walks in the door is goes to his phone, which is you guys know how I feel about his phone, and uh, I'm like, what are you doing? And I, I had two choices right there. I could have gotten really, really cranky about the fact that somehow his seven-year-old son could make it in the house faster than he can. And that the first thing he was doing was going on his phone. And I just kind of, I kind of laughed about it because I said, you know what? We're, ha- we're, we're having business time tonight. Right. And is it really well, worth it? And, and, and on the other <laughs> side is I'm reading to Alex and Abby is having a knip fit. <laughs> In her room, screaming at the top of her lungs, and and I walk in there, and and you have your arms crossed, and she's crying because you won't read to her because she's had fits. And so once I had Alex down, I came into her room, and I told you to exit, remove yourself, and you were just no, she's not getting books because I this and this and this and that, <laughs> and I just kept telling you to remove yourself from the room. So I could just take care of this and that way we could get out here and podcast, but more importantly, so that tonight you and I could just have some nice quiet time, downtime together and, and just engage each other. Right. And so, but at that moment too, it's one of those things that I could have held this grudge because I had to go in Mm -hmm. and take care of Abby and this, that, and the other, and you're not doing what you should be doing as a mom and rah, 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 rah. And really, I don't even see it like that. I see that we're on the same team and the problem was Abby and not you nor I, but Abby was just very tired and she needed a change. Of parent. Of parent, yes. And what that boils down to is we've made each other the focus. And so by doing that, 
we don't let the little things become big things. Which then allows us to be intimate. It's kind of one of those crazy chicken and the egg scenarios. It is. Um, well, we're going to wrap up our ramblings for this evening. Yeah, we, we've been rambling tonight and, you know, it's just what it is. It's summertime. We're letting it loose a little bit, hanging out and enjoying it. But we have some amazing news. Some very, very exciting news. We've only been talking about this for the last nine months. No, no we haven't even been on the air nine <laughs> months. We haven't, we haven't even been podcasting. for This is only episode 26. The big news is, is that we have actually... Why don't you tell them? Because you did all the work. What well, did all the work. We actually have the proof of stripped down. The thir- final proof. The final, final, proof. final, final proof. Strip down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage in our hands. And it is absolutely beautiful okay, and wonderful. Okay, but that's, that's not the exciting news. What's the exciting news? What did you do today? The, the exciting news was I finally placed our order for our books. <laughs> so the books have been ordered. We are just so, so excited and are just... I'm I'm flipping through it as I talk to you guys because it's just so awesome, <laughs> and we're just we're just excited to get this this out to you because it really just, man, it, it's just what we've gone through over the last almost two years of making intimacy a priority and what we've done, what we've learned, what we've learned, um, gosh, and we and we just we just bring it all together in in a really cool book that you can use as a devotional at night or something you can share at your church as a small group um it's just awesome so we are quite excited and as soon as we have you know information on shipping and whatnot we will let you know when they are going to be here and you are welcome to let us know that you want to order a copy you can you know give us send us an email or put a post up on facebook um because they they will be here in the next couple of weeks and we are tony has done so much to get this to this point um i don't know how many phone calls and how many back and forth and you know how much frustration really went into getting this i had the easy part in all of this actually of just being the one to do the preliminary draft and then do a lot of the revisions. Um, but he has <laughs> this, this whole publication thing is really like blood, sweat and tears. It is. <laughs> and then a little more so. Um, so it's just, it's very exciting to finally be able to tell you guys that we have ordered the first run of books. Um, and we know that you guys have been surrounding this project in prayer and in encouragement and just a big thank you. Yeah. Um, for all of that, it, it's, it means so much to us. I mean, we see it again, going back to my birthday wishes and just whenever we post something on the Facebook page or at the website, one extraordinary marriage.com, you guys are right there with us and you know, your family, your family, yeah. you know, those of you that comment on a pretty regular basis, you know, we feel like we've got friends all over the country now. All um, over the world. All over the world. That's true. I cannot forget about our international friends there in uh, South Africa. They're probably, you know, a little busy with World Cup right now. But, uh, you know, our friends in Australia, our friends in Canada, and everybody here in the States. Um, and if if you are in another country, let us know where you are. You know, if we've got international listeners out there. We would love to hear from you. Shoot us an email. Anybody can call us on the listener feedback line, the 858-754-9937. 
you got thoughts on the summer you got thoughts on you know creating an intimacy lifestyle in your own marriage questions about doing that we'd love to hear from you um you know we'll play it on the air we'll we'll give it some some discussion here on the podcast and you know let everybody chime in on how they can help you one thing i've come to realize about this community is that it really is a community you guys are out there helping each other and that is that is even more of a gift um, that I've seen grow over these last couple of weeks. So anytime you want to reach us, I can be reached at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or you can reach me at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And so until next week. We love you guys. <laughs>